Hey everyone, I hope you're having a really good week so far. In today's podcast, I'm really excited to share with you what I think is the optimal emergency fund or cash reserve to have. Now, first and foremost, I think in today's day and age, a lot of us, if we are in a tight situation, we may be pressured to put something on the credit card. If an unexpected expense comes up, it has been noted that up to 80% of the United States population actually can't afford that expense. So what can one do to better position themselves? And I think honestly, the most important thing is to have at least three to six months. This has been well noted through Dave Ramsey's videos and podcasts, but to have a buffer in case something bad happens, anything could happen. Medical bill can arise, job loss, or car repairs, a broken flat tire, uh, anything. I'll tell you, I actually got laid off last year in November and what would have been a nightmare for me where I would have potentially gotten evicted, would have had to sell a lot of things that I cared about, ended up being a very good time to kind of reflect on where I want to take my career going forward. And I think having an emergency fund helped me do that. And I'm so glad I listened to Dave Ramsey. And also, I'm so glad that I've been having the financial knowledge and the financial literacy to understand what it is and how to accumulate it. So, you know, anything can happen in life, as we all are aware. And the point is, you want to make sure you have a high yield savings account. There's a lot right now, like there's Marcus, there is Betterment, there is Capital One, they're yielding probably four to five percent on your cash. If something happens, you got to have that liquid cash to deploy towards the problem. The way to do it is you just put a couple hundred bucks out of every paycheck, if not a hundred, couple hundred bucks, 50 bucks every single month towards it. Over time, it'll build up and accumulate. It'll earn interest. It'll compound that interest and it will become uh, a nice, uh, I guess you can call a comfort zone for you if something were to happen. I think at the end of the day, especially if we're going into a recession, you want cash on hand. You want dry powder. Now, of course, I'm a Bitcoiner. A huge amount of my net worth is actually in Bitcoin. And I'm not one of those guys that's 100%. I'm not one of those guys that's 120%. To be honest, I'm comfortable in the 30 to 60% range. And I think other people should look at this too in the Bitcoin community, because what, what happens if things go down sideways and you're living in an apartment, you're 100% Bitcoin, guess what? Now you have a solvency issue and you have to end up selling your Bitcoin to cover your expenses. Nobody wants to sell their Bitcoin, especially at a time like this where the Satoshis are pretty cheap. So that's where I think Bitcoiners and people in general should be wary. If you're a stock investor or you have a, like a mortgage or anything, you want that cash on hand. It doesn't need to be a lot. It doesn't need to be like thirty to fifty thousand. It could be just ten thousand dollars or eight thousand dollars or whatever three to six months is for you. But to have that buffer makes the world of a difference. I also think there's times where you may be un uncertain of where you want your investing strategy to go. For me, I have a pretty high conviction. I I know I want to acquire as much Bitcoin as humanly possible, but others that are not sure, it's okay keeping it in high yield cash until you actually understand where you want your to allocate your capital. 
because at the end of the day, you don't want to rush into a decision that may not be aligned with your long-term vision. So that's that's kind of how I look at it is, is it's a good way, you know, I've, I've heard this in the past, sometimes the best trade is no trade. And it's to just, just keep educating yourself, keep learning, and at the end of the day, you'll have a, a nice buffer. Overall, an emergency fund has done me very well. I've been able to travel with it. I've been able to have peace of mind. I can sleep really well at night knowing that it's right there if something were to happen. It's it's a comforting feeling. Now, I'll say this too. You don't want to have too much exposure necessarily to uh, banks as we saw in the past couple, probably six to eight months. We saw three banks go under in um, the spring of this year. And you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts on how broken our, our financial system and, uh, and how broken our money is. But the point is, you can't, in the United States, unfortunately, you can't live fully on a Bitcoin standard. And if you do, please reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you and learn how you do that. Because there's, when I fill up my gas, I have to pay with a credit card or, or a debit card. If I, if I try to go to a certain restaurant, they don't accept Bitcoin. So point is, if you're in a situation, you want to make sure you have ample cash to solve the problem. Anyways, guys, you let me know your thoughts. I really hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Please be sure to check out those links in the description below. Satsmate out.